You are listening to Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network. Hey everybody, how's it going? Aaron Richmond here again with another exciting episode of Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people where we speak about critical issues in the blindness community. 1-240-681-9869 for text message contributions and voicemails or you just want to get in touch. 1-240-681-9869. Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com. A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N 6 at gmail.com. Follow on Facebook and Twitter. Comment below on YouTube. Even consider becoming a patron on my Patreon page. I appreciate the support. Today's episode could not have been possible without our great friend from Tunisia, Radwan Mednini, from the island of dreams, Jarba. And he would like us today to spend some time interviewing Mariam Karfiya, who, after interviewing this person, I discovered that actually we have a lot in common. We are both teachers uh, by profession and we, we share a lot, a lot of the same interests. Maryam would like to actually become a narrator one day in her life for Audible. So hopefully this episode will help her to get some confidence and help her to, you know, really be able to make that dream uh, come true. I certainly hope so. And of course, this episode is called Hey Maryam. And you're going to find out why it's called that in a minute when you listen. Um, so the following episode of Aaron's Opinion was recorded on the 5th of August at 1200 New York. All right then. So, hey, Mariam, let's go. Let's talk. Aaron Richmond, Aaron's Opinion, Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network. All right. I would like to begin the interview uh, by thanking you, Mariam, for joining us today on Aaron's Opinion. Um, Why don't you get going in the, why don't we start the interview or why don't we start the story by talking about how you know me um, in in the first place. Uh, So go ahead and then introduce yourself, introduce the whole story, and then we'll kind of work through it from there. Go right ahead. Okay, first of all, I would like to thank you. Big, big thanks, Aaron, to, for inviting me here. My well, pleasure. I know you through Radwan, a friend of mine. He was my colleague, and we're our, still friends. Our, and, and he's our great our great friend, Radwan Mednini from Jarba, the island of dreams in Tunisia, of course. We're very happy, oh, to, yeah. we're very happy to be friends exactly. with him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this, this is Mariam Karfiya. Uh, I'm 27 years old. Um, I got my bachelor degree in arts um, in 2017. Uh, all right, at the beginning, I worked uh, in um, in a nursery for two years, and then I got the chance to work with an American man. He opened up a company here in Tunisia. Uh, so now I'm teaching online. I'm teaching English online for people uh, from over a hundred countries. <laughs> uh, I mean, countries that uh, English is their second or third language. Okay. So my hobbies are dancing. I love dancing so much. I love reading. I love listening to music. I love camping. I'm a nature person. 
And I'm also active in the civil society. I am a member in uh, JCI, and uh, I also uh, I'm an active member also in the vaccination campaign, and uh, I'm an organizer there. I'm also a member in the Butterflies Club. That's uh, all female. We get together and we. Uh, we choose a book to read, we read it through a month, and then we get together to discuss it. And, uh, yep. <laughs> Excellent. So good. So good. By the way, you know that I am also an English teacher. I also work online teaching English as a second language. Really? Oh, great. Yeah. Oh. Um, so that is so good. And I'm pleased to hear that your English is very, very clear. Uh, and very good. So this is this is all really good. So one of the most interesting things that me and Radwan have been discussing, and you can talk about it if you want, or if you don't really think it's a good idea, that's also acceptable. But there's been a lot of there's been a lot of interesting stuff going on in Tunisia these days. And I think that the rest of the world you know, outside of me and Radwan, most Americans are unaware of the current situation in your country. So would you like to, you know, educate the world a little bit about some of the, the various problems and the various things that have been going on, uh, to which there are several different issues right now in Tunisia? Do you want to mm -hmm. go from there and talk, talk about it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, um, to be honest with you, I'm not so much into political things, but uh, definitely everyone that loves their country, they're gonna have some feeling about things that, that are going on seriously in, in the country. So as you, as you might know that in 2011, we had a revolution and people were really happy because they removed the system that lasted for long years and we were hoping for democracy, but things didn't go the way we thought it would and we wanted it to be. So we, uh, for like, no, how many years? For about 10 years, we were seeking um, to have peace in our country, the situation, we thought that the situation is gonna be better, the economical situation, the, the social one, but in vain. Actually, all the governments, that came after the revolution made things worse and that disappointed us so a lot of people were regretting and were saying that tunisia before the revolution was much better <laughs> but people don't realize that we reach okay revolutions do not uh work out in one or two years they take long years to give the fruits right so uh, people were waiting for an instant uh, result. Results. So there, uh, then in twenty, in late twenty nineteen, we elected our new president, Kaisaid. Uh, he is uh, a man of law, but actually he doesn't have anything to do with politics. But people, the great thing about him that people trusted him as a president. He is an honest person, doesn't belong to any political party. So, uh, yeah, in the late 2019, we elected him and uh, there is a strong, okay, I'm not gonna be biased now, <laughs> sorry, but uh, I'm giving my own 
point of view. Uh, there is a party, a strong political party in Tunisia that took over the government. The, the role of the president was limited, okay, just formal. Uh, it was all in the hands of the, the, prime, uh, the prime minister in, in the parliament. And there, uh, a strong political party in Tunisia was ruling, which is the one that destroyed everything, unfortunately. Okay, what happened in the 25th of July, which is the Republican day of Tunisia, uh, people and especially young people went down the streets revolting again against uh, this strong political party that ruined the country. So they, um, well, they, um, they were asking the president to take an action to for him to do the to do the things uh, to take control over the country because these people are ruining it so yeah the the president was uh, was really honest and and he stood by by the uh by the people the young people and he stopped the parliament from working he took this this uh, how courageous decisions and everyone was happy. People from outside my country call me and they say that, uh, oh, what's going on in Tunisia? Things are going uh, bad. We're really sorry. But I tell them, no, we're very happy about these things that happened. Actually, we succeeded to do that. So yes, now there is the, the parliament is uh, stopped from working and uh, the, the army and the president are taking over for a month, starting from the 25th of July. Yeah, and we'll go from there. Then he will figure out things. But we trust our president. That's the good thing about it. We love our Tunisia and we love our president. Good. Well, that's, that's a very good summary of, of the current situation. And it's, it's important to talk about it because very, very few people outside of your region actually know about that. So, okay. Yeah. Now, as far as you meeting Radwan, now we know that you're, you're actually sighted, which is great, which is fine. Radwan and I are blind. Um, so how did you come to meet Radwan in university and what sorts of projects do you and Radwan work on now and what do you, um, what can you tell me about the different activities you do to help perhaps help the blind in Tunisia? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a great question actually. Well, Radwan was uh, my classmate and because both of us were from almost the south, almost same place two different uh, cities, but close to each other. We got, uh, from their accent, we, we got along with each other. And, um, you know, he's a kind person. And uh, I I was enjoying helping him whenever he wants, although <laughs> he is a very independent person. <laughs> but uh, yeah, from there, um, you know, I started to know him and we stayed a friend. But actually, there was a gap of two, three years after we finished, because he finished before me. And then, yeah, uh, last year, I guess, we, we uh, reconnected each other. Uh, but what I do now, uh, I am an active member in um, a group that is called uh, Matar. Matar is an Arabic word that is, in, in English, is uh, rain. 
it's uh, originally a Jordanian, a Jordanian um, group. The idea started that they record books for visually impaired people. Mm. It started in Jordan. This yeah. is okay. X. So good. So good, Miriam. This is what, okay. Now I'm remembering, and I, I just, just have to jump in and, 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 and interject because I was trying to rack my brain. Um, because the truth of the matter is I, I knew about the Radwan connection. I knew that I wanted to talk to you about Tunisia. I also knew in the back of my mind, I knew that there was something else that you were involved in in the past that I wanted to talk about. So the word, so here's here's why I'm I'm interjecting. I would like you to now talk about the importance of audiobooks uh, for for the blind. It's really important. And of course, you know I'm going to ask: Have you actually narrated an audiobook in either Arabic or French uh, for blind people? What can you tell us about that? Go go in that in in that direction, and and please go ahead from there. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So yes, to introduce this project, actually, it's an amazing one. Uh, as I told you, it started to be Jordanian, but then it expanded to the other Arabic countries. That's so amazing. I mean, there you find people from Jordan, Algeria, Morocco, Tunisia, Egypt, and all. Everyone, you know, it's so amazing that when a girl or when someone posts, there are people who are responsible. It's a very organized book. It's all for free. I mean, people are just doing it for the sake of doing it. You know, if someone posts uh, a book and is asking for people to record in just a fraction of one minute, you know, they find the people to, to record it. Oh, Trust me, believe me, they, yeah, they asked for like 40 person, 40 person to record a book because they divided into like a 10, 10 pages for each person. Okay. <laughs> and in a fraction of one or two minutes, you, you will not have a chance to record with them. Everyone is competing. <laughs> that's, oh, that's one. You know what? That's wonderful. I want to make sure that we highlight this organization as we say, um, I mean, you know, you can, if you want, um, after the meeting, you can certainly give me the link, um, which I, for some reason, I thought we had talked about it before, but I, there was someone else I was talking to, another friend of Radwan's. I, you see, Radwan is such a great friend that he yeah. helps you to connect with other successful people. Everybody's got friends. As long as you're friends with Radwan, you're, <laughs> you're, you're good. Um, but I, I know that at one point, someone had showed me some sort of a website that did that so i would like to if it's an official website i would like to highlight that because i think that there are a lot of blind people um you know who speak arabic who actually probably mm -hmm. need these books pretty badly yeah yeah yep yep but like and how does it so how does it work yes go 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 ahead mm -hmm. yeah I, I will tell you i will tell you you know this uh i joined this uh, one, this group uh, last year, uh, I think in, uh, it was in October. Yeah, and I introduced this to Radwan. I told him there is a, there is a group, the Jordanian group that, well, let's, let me call it an Arabic group or Arab group, if I'm not wrong, because it's not just a Jordanian anymore. The, every, uh, like, Arab people are, are participating in there. So I told him there is this group, if you want anything, uh, or if your friends need to record any book or any uh, files or documents, you can talk to these people there and they, they, they're they gonna help you. And 
uh, I think the one you're talking about is Marwa. Her name is uh, Marwa. Okay. She is the one that got yeah. the idea. Yes. Marwa Damak. She, uh, yeah, she wanted, she liked the idea of this group so much. And she wanted to take the idea and implement it here in Tunisia. She said, why don't we do something like this in Tunisia? It will be very beneficial to people, uh, to blind people here. So yeah, now I'm a member in this, uh, in the Jordanian one, the original Jordanian one, and the Tunisian one. And Marwa is also doing great job trying to coordinate and trying to help people. Uh, you know, not, not all the books are uh, recorded on the internet. A lot of them are not. So yes, we take responsibility and we try to commit ourselves to record as much as we can for people who, for visually impaired people who need this book. Beautiful. And, uh, I, yes. I love, I love that. Now, how, now, how does it work? So then let's say that you want to read, read a certain portion of the book. Do you just read it online for yourself or do you actually go out and, and buy the book or how do you, how do you actually access the text yourself to read it? Yeah, I'll tell you the process. Um, you know, the, the visually impaired person contacts one, uh, contacts this group, the, the responsible in this group. The responsible gives, um, like, uh, he tells another person to, um, to how does it, distribute. Like, if the, um, trying to give 10 pages to everyone, Okay, mm -hmm. to give everyone chance to read, and also ten page is a good a good number of pages, right? So uh, if the I don't know the they need uh, I don't know fifteen person they they post something on Facebook they say we need fifteen person to record this this book and they attach the um, the PDF of that book. Okay, we get to the PDF and I go to the recorder the MP3 recorder. And I should say, see, that's one of the amazing things about this, uh, this group. You should say this recording is specifically for, uh, for Matar group in order not for people to use it for any other benefits. So it, it just belongs to this group, okay? You record, you read it. And in the end uh, of it, at the end, you say that the recording is done, okay? And then you turn it to your, I, you download it into your drive and then you send it to them. And uh, recently I joined, uh, I tell you what, I got so passionate about this, I can't stop myself, you know, I loved recording. <laughs> so I uh, also joined, there is a gr another group also related to Matar, but it's on WhatsApp. That's they called for, for emergency, when it's really urgent, when the, um, when the blind person needs that uh, the file in two or three hours, imagine he just send it and uh, the people there should record it in two hours or three hours maximum. And another thing, Aaron, I want to tell you about that. It's the first time I do it, but actually um, I like it. I committed myself to help a visually impaired person to write down an English book of 255 pages. I'm uh, spelling it letter by letter. And uh, it's really amazing. I know I'm still in the beginning, we're still, you know, we spend an hour uh, in writing three, four, four sentences, but it's really amazing. 
I'm happy with that. <laughs> really good. Really, that's that's a really really valuable thing. Um, and then how? So let's say back to the books though. Let's say that. Yeah. Let's say that Radwan wants to read some sort of a book. Then how would he know that the book is? uploaded and ready to be listened to like is there some sort of a notification system within the group for that uh well if if someone wants a group uh, wants a book to be recorded he should ask someone responsible in that group and uh, and he tells them hey i need uh i need for this book to be recorded and immediately they're gonna distribute the pages and uh, it will be ready in just one day Okay, so then how, but then how does the blind person find the, the finished copy of the audio text though? Is it just posted and then they just have to look for it or, do, or does, an, does an admin in the group like send them a PM and tell them that their book is ready to be listened yeah, yeah, to? Yeah, 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 yeah. After they finish, they, um, they do the montage and all, and they, they, then they send it to the, to the person, to the blind person eventually after finishing recording it. That's really good. That's really good. And I like the fact that, you know, in when you do the recordings, you have to say that that the files are just to be used in that in that group. I mean, technically, yes. you know, it's it's a good activity to do. But of course, it can cause a problem, you know, globally with certain books being, you know, published like that, you know, usually um, sometimes blind people go to audible.com and, and places like that. But that's not always yeah. That's not always available in in a lot of countries. So it just depends on where you're living and what yeah. the situation is. Yeah. And through doing these recordings, have you gained an interest in maybe becoming a professional narrator? I mean, how would you how would <laughs> how would you rate your your narration skills? It, it's definitely a skill set for oh, sure. Oh, I would like to thank you because you asked me. Thank you for asking me this question. I, I already told you that I became passionate, actually. And uh, just before I start this with you, I was telling my friend, I told her, uh, you know, some way uh, how to buy those tools to start recording. I'm really interested in, um, you know, developing this skill because, yeah, in the beginning, it was kind of hard for me sometimes. Yes, the recording, most of the recordings were in Arabic, but um, even, even your native language, sometimes um, you don't really master few things. Right, but bit by bit, I I got to be more professional about it and uh, and skilled, and now I like this so much. And one more thing, because people here say that I have I have uh, a good accent, English accent. So I told myself, why not recording English stories? And I have this tone of up and down and all, <laughs> and I can play with the pitch of the sound. So I thought, yes, uh, why not in the future? I buy the professional tools and I start recording or doing this podcast. Oh my God, I we can compete. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> I I I welcome, you know what? You know what? I welcome, I welcome competition a thousand times over. Because if this yeah. podcast, I mean, of course, my hope is that this podcast will help other blind people around the world. But more importantly than that, if this podcast helps you 
then it's a successful episode. Do you know what, do you know what my slogan is? I usually don't say it in the recordings. I usually say it in the, in the outro and intro track, but do you know what my slogan is here tell at me, Aaron's tell opinion? Me. Tell oh, me. Oh, Radwan didn't tell you. Help one, per <laughs> help one person today, help 1 million people tomorrow. So if I can help oh, you, oh, if oh. I can help you, I help a million others to discover their passion for narrations and things like that. Yes. Yeah. Oh. As far as, you know, it's very interesting, Mariam, because there are not, well, I, I say that there are not many podcasters from Tunisia. Truth of the matter is there probably are a lot of them, but their podcasts are not globalized. They have not reached a global audience because most of the world does not speak Arabic or French. It's very, it's very, very funny. Actually, just yesterday, I recorded a podcast um, with someone from Bilkina Faso, and we spoke French the whole time. Oh. So it was, that was a good one. That was a very, very good listen, a very interesting, very, very interesting person um, who does a lot of the same activities that you do, volunteering and things like that. But, but still, the, one of the features for a global podcast is that it has to be in English, usually. Um, mm. I mean, I mean, you can tell me, I'm sure there are famous podcasters who podcast in Arabic, but most people wouldn't know about them because the international content is in English. So I don't know, what do you, like, what do you know about that? Are there, like, are there famous Tunisian podcasters that I should be talking to and that I should know of? Well, to be honest with you, I don't really have uh, idea about that. Uh, I'm that is fine. I'm I think, I think, uh, you know, recording uh, or um, being a member in this group is opening the door for me to to the field uh, of uh, podcast. So I'm still new, but I would love to know a lot more. I'm gonna do my research. <laughs> well, what do you? Well, well, but how about since you're talking to a podcaster right now, how about you ask all of your questions about podcasting so then I can oh, help you? Oh yes, yes. Uh, uh, funny how that works out. Please, please ask me. What yeah, do you want to know? Of course. <laughs> okay. First, how to be a podcaster? Uh, how to do it? The, well, the most important thing that you have to find out, and once you find, once you answer this question, everything else will be easier. There's three questions you have to know: Who is your audience? Who is your audience? Who is your audience? Once oh. you know who you're talking to, then oh. everything is easier from there. So apparently my pot, my audience are blind people and sighted people who seem to live in Northern Africa or Asia or all over the world who do a lot of volunteering because that's what the majority of or many of my guests are. Now I've also had musicians, I've had, I've had a lawyer, I've had even a retired correctional officer who even worked in a prison. I've had, I've told a lot of crazy stories on this podcast. Trust wow. me, what, what you know now is just, is just the tip of the iceberg. But I will <laughs> tell you that you really have to think critically. And it's not, it's not something that you find out within the first year. You have to figure it out over two or three years of constantly recording and being comfortable talking to people and talking to yourself over and over and over again until you love it, until you own it, and until you figure out who you're talking to. And oh, that's, that's what you need to do. Second, you need to decide if you want to podcast in Arabic, French, or English. I will tell you that if you are able to produce content in all three of those languages, of course, 
you will get more of an audience and you will attract people who speak those languages. The, the, the problem that you will discover is that the more you podcast in English, the larger and more globalized your audience will become. So most of the content does need to be in English, but you are always welcome to podcast in Arabic or French or any language really. But English is kind of one of the, seems to be one of the benchmarks for sure. Um, and then the third big thing is, so how do you want to like market and engineer the podcast? Do you want it to be, and I don't know, it took me a couple of years to figure it out. Do you want to be like a YouTube channel that produces a YouTube video? And then you also produce an audio podcast that people can find after the fact. Do you want to just do audio? I will tell you that more people will notice you if you have a YouTube presence. Um, and then you can attract those people to listen to what you have to say later. But YouTube is the primary global platform now, for sure. So that's, that's how you get into it. And then you have to figure out how to set up your podcast, but that's super easy. That's the setting it up. I can tell you off the air in like literally 30 seconds. It takes less than a minute to create your profile. And then you have a platform where you can just set it up and produce the episodes. But that's the, the production is actually one of the easiest things, but everything else that I said is harder. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 I got it. All right, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I might need you in the future for I, more. For I hope more so. Well, I, I certainly hope so. Um, so back to the books, what, what specific books have you read uh, in, in the group? Well, I, um, I recorded a lot of Arabic books. Well, as I told you, I take uh, most of the times 10 pages, mm -hmm. okay, in each book. Books are related to Islam, books that are, uh, that talks about history, books that talks about um, literature, novels, um, and what else? The, the English ones, yes, yes, I'm also active. Uh, in recording the English books, uh, I recorded novels. I've also recorded books that are that talks about uh, accountants, finances, and that field. Also about um, about law. And uh, what else? Yeah, that's that's mostly the the themes of the, of the books that I uh, I recorded. Mm. And, uh, yes, I focus more now on my my intonation. I, I try to um, to listen to myself. I try to put myself in the shoes of uh, of the blind person that is gonna uh, uh, hear it. And can I say one of the funny things that happened to me while recording? Please do. I'm I'm gonna love it. <laughs> okay, for sure. So. Uh, you will need, of course, for recording, you will need a quiet place, right? Okay, what I do at home is I, I stay in, in a closed room. The, the room, I make sure that the room is locked and nobody gets in. And I start recording. And uh, let's say that I'm in now 20 minutes. I still have pages to, uh, maybe five pages to record. And mom starts saying, Oh my God, I got to start over again. <laughs> then I start again. And uh, I remember also one time 
I was saying sorry uh, for the for the visually impaired people who sometimes they hear some kind of uh, background noise. And uh, one of the person, one of the people there said, no, 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 no. He said, you don't know that sometimes we love too. We like it, that it is not so um, monotonous. It's not just your voice there. Sometimes there is kind of voice. He said, um, yeah, he also gave a funny story. He said, one time I was listening to the recording and uh, the girl that was recording, she was like sipping some tea or coffee, I don't know. But this made me remember that word that she said right after the idea, right after sipping the coffee. <laughs> he said, do not worry about like, uh, if it's not like too noisy, but just uh, something like uh, if my mom said, hey, Mariam, that's fine, he said. <laughs> but always we try to make sure we give a quality recording. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, every, you know what, I think every, every few minutes in this episode, we'll have to pause so I can say, hey, Miriam. Um, <laughs> but what you said, what you said was really, was really fascinating. I will, I will caution you about something. And this is equally funny. There are blind people in the, in, in the world today that refuse to listen to books just because they can't stand the voice of the narrator. So you do have to be careful about that. But I will tell you this, a little bit of background noise can kind of add some flavor, can kind of add some spices. And especially oh. if you're listening, if you're listening to to a textbook that you don't really want to listen to, it would kind of put you at ease to know that the reader is, you know, taking a sip of coffee or um, I don't know. <laughs> What if you're someone, what if another narrator, not saying it's you, but the other thing that would be very funny is if a narrator like paused for a minute just to like smoke some, just to have a smoke of a cigarette or something like that. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they do that too. And and that would yeah. seem weird, but it would also kind of comfort the blind person. It would kind of make them comfortable. So depending on what activity you do to distract yourself throughout the reading, if you do it in a, in a beautiful and and dynamic way that mm -hmm. could absolutely add to the product it could also detract mm -hmm. from the product because there are some blind people that are just nope next if next time miriam takes a sip of coffee or has a cigarette nope not getting her book ever again and that's how weird blind people are they really are that weird but that's a really fascinating story and the fact that you're giving this much thought into it shows me that hey you know maybe Maybe we can work. Maybe we can work towards getting you on Audible.com. Maybe you should audition for some audiobooks that they're recording in Arabic because I know that they need that. Um, it's just very, very competitive. So I think, I think we're gonna. I think you're gonna end up on Audible.com. I really do. Oh, oh yes, I would love to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you have a very um, yeah your, yeah your voice is very clear and very and very interesting to listen to. So. <clears throat> I could definitely. Um, I will tell you another uh, funny story if you don't uh, mind. Go right ahead. Okay, one time in in the group, um, someone posted like uh, we need uh, a girl that has um, a good first, uh, an excellent uh, English pronunciation and a beautiful voice. Okay, okay, all right. And a friend, a friend of mine mentioned me there. I, I sent her a message in private. 
Okay, okay. I might have a good English pronunciation, but what about the beautiful voice? I don't think I have a beautiful <laughs> <laughs> Okay, give it a try. So I talked to the girl that asked for that and she sent me, they're like um, a brand of, uh, I don't know, eyeglasses or something like that. She sent me a text, she said, I want you to record this. Okay, I, I, I gave it a try and uh, she told me, oh, you have a really beautiful voice and they're really, <laughs> oh, see, sometimes you don't realize your uh, potential. <laughs> Yes, so that's, that's utterly that's 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 adorable and just hysterical. <laughs> See, they're they're selecting certain voices like. Yep, as as a man, when I listen to a book, I like and this is going to come off as really creepy, uh -huh. but I like voices that are kind of deep and ominous and kind of abrupt. So that's kind of how I am. I'm kind of an abrupt mm -hmm um deep um not always secretly speaking not always coming across as being sociable but i secretly am you know uh -huh. so i kind of need someone that's a little bit more sterner and a little bit more serious but yeah there are some people that just your voice the trick is your voice has to be just right i mean can you just say a couple sentences um in in english so i can kind of hear like your 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 personality when you record some English just come up with you think for a second just come up with a couple of sentences that you would say so I can hear the flavor of your voice I guess. Oh, okay. Now I was speaking in English, but now when you are when you asked me that I I don't know what to say now. Well, okay. It was a very hard day here in Tunisia. I went out with my friends. I enjoyed going to the beach. And then I came back home. I had my lunch. It was a sauce, spicy sauce with a bread. And now I joined the, the podcast with Aaron. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you need to keep recording. That voice was good. That voice was really, really good. So if you can, so remember when you, when you, enunciate and pronounce those English words. Make sure to say the consonants and make sure to get those, <clears throat> the other stereotype about your region. And it's a social joke and it's also true. Make sure uh -huh. to get those P's and B's clearly differentiated. Someone uh -huh. from the States who doesn't understand will be confused if you, if you mix it up on the famous words um like apple apple pie you know like yeah, that pie. good yeah you say you say it perfectly apple pie right mm -hmm. um but that is a, that that's a common one that that we listen for so do, does the narrator clearly say the syllables can i hear the consonants do you mm -hmm. breathe and then do you put a nice pause in between yeah. each word and do you let your voice tip all the way down so you know you really you know if you're someone who has a really strong voice, let your voice go all the way up, 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 and then all the way down, down, down. You know, you yeah. should never, so you, you kind of do have to act it out a little bit. You should never be afraid to use the full potential of your voice. Love your voice, Mariam, because it's yours. You should love your voice. You should think oh as a narrator. that soothe me, trust me. <laughs> as, as, a, as a narrator, you need, you need to think if you really want to make it an audible, audible.com you need to think 
I love my voice, so I'm not changing a thing. Either you're going to buy the file and listen to my book or you aren't, but my voice is the voice I love. And that's the message that you need to remember. Yeah, that's confidence. <laughs> that's what go. people love, right? <laughs> there you go. So you, you have to believe in you. Before I'll yeah. buy a book on Audible, I have to know that that, that that narrator believed in themselves. And that's a life skill. And that's very, very important when you're competing with oftentimes on audible.com, you would be competing with actors. Most of those professional books are actually read by actors who were in movies or had some role in actually writing the book themselves. But anyway, um, <clears throat> well, we're definitely going to find out more about that. And you can certainly send me um, a website where that I can actually put in the description if you want, um, so I can learn more about that. I think a lot of the audience will benefit from this organization and will definitely get the books and definitely need, that's a need. So let's see if we can get that in the, in the description. But anyway, mm -hmm. how are you spending your time when you are not doing all of that? What are some other activities you do? Uh, okay, so I, I, as I told you, I'm active in the civil society. I'm a member in uh, an international organization called the uh, JCI, uh, Junior International Chamber. Uh, have you heard about I have about not. No, I have not heard anything about that. You know what it? is that? Not at all. N not at all. So what is that organization? Am I still audible? Yes. Uh-huh. So what is that organization? Hello. Yeah, it's the junior yeah. junior uh, international. Okay. Um, well, it's an international organization. There is no like benefits. No, um, with no lucrative benefits. I uh, I joined this organization uh, in the end of last year. We're doing uh, events, actions that that are. Um, that will take try to take our society to the next level. It's uh, an organization that provides um, youth with um, with opportunities and try to guide them, uh, give them opportunities to uh, improve themselves, whether uh, personally or professionally. There, they give you uh, like small responsibilities, but you learn how to be responsible. It's it goes through steps, right? They, they give you responsibilities. They, they provide a lot, a lot of trainings uh, concerning, um, you know, let's say, generally speaking, soft skills. And uh, yep, through them, I participate in organizing the, the campaigns of uh, vaccination here in Tunisia. And uh, what else I do in my free time? I listen to music as i told you i dance i love dancing and uh, i started learning the guitar too and i love camping as well so much back to this international yeah. organization and as far as the vaccination rate so um have you been have you been vaccinated i understand that there was some sort of a situation with the vaccines perhaps in your country. Uh, what can you tell us about that? So what can you tell us about the uh, vaccination situation uh, in, your, in your country? 
Well, well, I would say now it's uh, it's better than. Carpia Miriam has joined the meeting. Uh, it is. Good, good. So is the situation. Sorry, I disconnected. No, no problem. You're here. No problem. It when you go back to the to the okay. episode, it will be it will be less noticeable. It's very strange, but the software kind of kind of um filters it it filters it a little it's less noticeable when you go back and watch the replay than it is when we're talking. Um it's very mm -hmm. odd. Um okay well um so yeah, so I mean, do you think most Tunisians have gotten the vaccine, or what do you suspect is the is the situation? What's going on? Okay, now uh, they succeeded in um, um, you know vaccinating the elderly at least now, uh, and that's a good step. Now uh, we're and also for for uh, um, like the medical stuff. And now they're 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 calling for people who are between the forties, uh, okay, in their forties. All right. And uh, from time to time, now it's the second time they're gonna do an open day from seven to seven, where they just call for uh, people who are the range from thirty to forty, thirties uh, to forties to come to vaccinate in that open day. They're going to do as much as possible. They're going to vaccinate people. Hopefully, it, it goes um, good. Hopefully, hopefully. You know, in addition to my blindness, um, and, and I have glaucoma, that's why I'm blind, but I also have something wrong with my heart, too. Um, and my cardiologist needed me to get the vaccine. Quite frankly, did I, in the greater scheme of things, could I have actually gotten away with not getting it? Probably. Um, but my doctors felt that I'm someone who is at a higher risk. So I think it's important uh -huh. to consider, you know, the person's, oh, yeah. the person's, you know, medical history and, you know, not everyone needs the vaccine. That's uh, one of the interesting things about vaccination that one of my, one of my students is a doctor. And uh -huh. he was very frustrated in his own country because, oh, they gave the, they gave out the vaccine to all the people who don't need it. And then the vaccine doesn't work like that. You know, you have to you have to decide who really needs it, who's in need of it. And you have to give it to those people. So it's it's a yeah. tricky equation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. And, um, you know, I think or as far as I, uh, I've noticed now, because I, I, most of the, since the campaign of vaccination started here in Tunisia, I've been there and I noticed a lot of people, it's a, it's a psychological problem for them. It's more than a health problem. People, they, they, they ask you, they're old people like 80 and 90 years old and they ask you, is it Pfizer? Is it AstraZeneca? If it's Pfizer, then I'm gonna take it. If it's AstraZeneca, I'm not gonna take it. Well, do you know even the difference? You know, people get, because the media, all because of the media, you know, they, they, are, they are talking about things and, um, you know, people, what they know that Pfizer is the best one. And I don't know who said this, so people are kind of afraid of it. Not everyone is comfortable taking the vaccine. Right, right. 
Well, that's life. And hopefully as time goes on, this will become less of a problem. And hopefully as we go through life, we'll, we'll learn more about vaccination and how it yeah. really works properly. And we'll figure it out better and better each time about yeah. assigning, you know, coming down to the, coming down to saying, okay, no, this person over here, no, you need it. No, you don't need it. And telling someone, no, you aren't going to get it yeah, because yeah, we've yeah. decided you yeah. don't need it. And that's fair, but. Well, just this Corona disappears, vanishes as soon as the, yeah, soon, soon, soon. Well, I don't know. So, I mean, like in, in, in Tunisia, like do most people like go to a, a family doctor once a year? What, what, what can you tell me? I've never really asked it, but what can you tell me as far as the, like the general medical system of your country goes? Uh, well, it's sad to say that it's, uh, it's not really good because uh, most of the people do not really go to doctors until they have something wrong mm. with their yeah we don't really have these checkups not everyone can afford to do these checkups right, right. so right. i i don't go to the um, i don't know to the doctor unless i have something i suffer from something right yeah, yeah, that's what it's becoming in the United States, too, that we only go to the doctor when when we have a problem. But by the time we go to the doctor, it's too late. And that's also that's also a problem. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think we can do we can do uh, to our health more than the doctor will. <laughs> Eating it's, healthy, it all uh, exercising. Yes. Right, right. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I Taking see. care of ourselves. <laughs> That is that is very important. Um, yeah. And so, do you live with your friends? Do you live, do you live with your family? Well, how 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 do you live these days in in, in Tunisia? Uh, well, since two years, because uh, I told you I joined uh, this um, company and uh, I'm teaching. Most of the time, I teach online. But uh, still, I I am in a different city. It's called uh, Sfax, and my hometown mm -hmm. is called uh, Gebis. So I come here. I'm renting an apartment here. I'm independent and I love being independent. Now I'm getting used to being independent. So even when I go home, I go like uh, once in a month, I stay there and I, I can stay longer. I love my family, but also I love my independence. <laughs> I, yeah. I come back here. So I live here. I have a roommate, but she's not all the time here. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Okay. Hmm, good, good, yes. And uh, what can you tell us about the city of uh, Sfax? Mm -hmm. Oh, Sfax actually is um, located in the south, but not the extreme south. Actually, is the uh, is the one uh, um, the closest city to the coast cities. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's an industrial city. Uh, it's you know the people here are really hardworking among the most hardworking people in Tunisia. They're really punctual. They're good at doing their work and all. And I got to know a lot of people here. I have friends here. Well, I also got to know Rodwan here because we we studied here. The university uh, that we studied in is here in Sfax. So in Sfax there are a lot of universities and a lot of factories. And as I really? said, it's uh, industrial. Yeah, yes. yeah. It sounds it sounds like one of the most desirable cities in the country, really. Exactly. Um, yes. Mm, mm. So basically, if someone asks, like, "Hey, where do you want to live in Tunisia? What's the best city?" You would definitely say Sfax, right? 
well, people wouldn't uh, wouldn't really say that because they want. Oh, they would say, "I would love to um, to live in Sus or in Benzart because they are they are next to the beach." <laughs> okay, that's what people. The first thing that they would say, they would give you a city that is near the beach, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely not next to a factory or something like that. <laughs> But here, if you really want to work, you're going to find a work here. That's excellent. That's that's yes. so good. And now with the universities, are um, are there any like Americans or foreigners in those universities or, or is it just Tunisians in, in the universities? Uh, I tell you what, recently Tunisia had a lot of immigrants, sub-Saharan African immigrants. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And they come here, people from, uh, you know, uh, South Africa. Um, Cameroon, Senegal, you know, they come here to study and also from uh, North Africa, Mauritania too. So they come here and uh, yeah, they, they study here at university. Mm, Americans, really I didn't really uh, meet. Uh, actually, I I'll tell you what, my boss is American and he started uh, what we're doing now, my work originally, originally uh, started um he got his um i mean what to say his um wait wait i forgot the word my god <laughs> when he if he finished his work ah retirement yeah retired he retired earlier uh so he started teaching people online helping people uh from china and then people from china told this to their people uh, to their friends from other different countries and um, he started teaching them online, helping them in 2012. So from there, he was helping them with their English. And then in 2017, he, uh, he got to know someone here from SPAX, in Tunisia from SPAX. And uh, he told him, why don't you turn this group into a real company? Uh, so he said, why not? So they met and they, they opened up the, a company here in Tunisia, but he want he still he wanted to 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 keep the group that he started with. So now I'm to be honest with you, uh, I started as a participant there to improve my English, and now I'm teaching there. <laughs> okay, well that's that's really excellent. That's really really fascinating. Um, and where have you traveled to outside yeah. of Tunisia? I wish I did, and not yet. Oh, you have never. Okay, well, where where would you like to go, um, in in the future? Um. Okay. I tell you what. The destination doesn't really matter for me more than the journey. The journey is what matters to me. I'm sure I I'm gonna enjoy any place I go to. Uh, you know. So definitely, I enjoy the journey more than the destination. Whether I go to Senegal or to Switzerland or to China or to the US, for sure I will enjoy everything, any one of them, and uh, I'm going to learn from each one. Right, right. Good, yeah. good. That's, that's, really, that's really excellent. Yes, and I want to share something else with you, Aaron, that uh, about right my English. Yes. Uh, you know, when I graduated, honestly speaking, I wasn't able to speak English. 
honestly speaking. And uh, it was so shameful, you know, when I graduated and I, and I hold the certificates between my hands and I said, oh my God, now you're supposed to be an English teacher and you, you don't know even how to speak the language. So what I did back um, in 2017, I started uh, talking to people who are in this environment, okay? Where I just need English. And yeah, it, it was only when I surrounded myself and I started to talk with myself in English, trying to, to uh, communicate and practice it over and over again that I, I improved my English. I wanted to share this with you because people now want to learn the language and then they think a lot of people that, for example, I, I teach or something, they're gonna, they say, what's the best way to learn English? I want really to learn English so bad. I said that it takes time. There's no magical thing that would uh, turn you into uh, like uh, an excellent English speaker. You'll need time to practice that. Okay, I give you tips and, and all, but uh, you know, a foreign language, you will need to practice it always. So yes, as I also, um, I shared this because, see, I studied uh, three years at university. I studied the language, but this doesn't mean that you're gonna be excellent at speaking the language. Right, right, yeah. e exactly, exactly. That is, that is the case. Students yeah. ask me all the time, Aaron, how can I learn English quickly? I say, it's impossible. <laughs> you won't, you won't. You can't really, you can't really learn. I mean, even podcasting, you can't really learn podcasting quick. There's no, you can't learn anything quickly. What you can do yeah. is try to improve upon your craft and what you do over a period of time, but there is no, nothing happens overnight. Yes. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Yes. Yes. I agree. And um, what are some like, um, what are some other uh, questions that you have maybe about blindness or about blind people? Or of course, um, as we start to wind down the episode, let me just see here. Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Okay. Actually, you know what? Um, uh, it flew. We were at, I was keeping track. I try to keep it at an hour for many different for the radio. So it's a nice clean recording for about an hour. Look, we have time for you to ask one question um, to really make me sweat to see if I'm really worth my salt as a podcaster. What do you really want to know about me? <laughs> um, well, for now, I really liked everything. I mean, the atmosphere that you put me in, the questions that you asked me, you, you triggered, um, you know, my intent, my attention. Uh, so, and you helped me actually, you, you inspired me a lot. That's one thing I would say also about blind people and every blind person I talked to, they inspire me a lot. So uh, yeah, for now I don't really have a specific question, but for sure, Aaron, I will I will let you know. I'm sure that we're gonna uh, have a lot of things to talk about in the future about the project uh, the project of podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, that is that is that is fine, 
And if someone would like to get in touch with you, um, especially if they want, you know, an audio book or they want to learn more about what you're doing, how, how could they contact you? Sure, you can give them my uh, Facebook page or my WhatsApp. Also, I will send you my WhatsApp if you want later on. Well, that's that's fine. But why, in this case, for the recording, why don't if you want, you can say you can say it out loud because some people won't actually look. So, if you want, you can give out your information like out loud so people can hear it. If you want. All right. Okay. So my name is the the my Facebook name is the same like here. Meriem M E R uh, A M. Harfia is K H A R. F-I-A, that's my Facebook name, okay? My WhatsApp is uh, with the code of my country, uh, 00216251544410. And everyone who wants to ask any question, if I can help anyone, of course, that's my pleasure. All right. All right. Well, I tell you, I tell you what we will do. We will put the link to um, probably the best way is if we had the link to the audiobook group that you are in. If there's this particular website or a particular link that people can see that group um, from a public perspective, um, that would be that would be really good for the description. I think that would that would really help out a lot to give out that information. And then from there, if people have those questions, then they can just talk to you directly from there, really. But yeah, Mariam, uh, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for joining me today. Um, and that's uh, all, the, all the questions I have. So keep up your great work and you're always welcome here uh, on Aaron's Opinion. All right. Okay, I would like you to thank you hugely, Aaron. It was a great opportunity to be with you here today and to talk about things. Thank you so much. Always welcome. Take care. You've been listening to Hey Mariam right here on Life Improvement Radio or wherever else you get a podcast. Mariam, you did an excellent job today. I wanted to take this time and thank you, of course, on the podcast. Of course, we're already speaking, you know, in the WhatsApp group, but either way, you you did a really, really good job. Um, I hope that you will take this episode and use it as your sense of motivation and inspiration to uh, apply to actually be a narrator for Audible. I'm sure that actually that can be arranged um, at some point. So if you want to learn more about that or if you really want to pursue that, let me know and we can see about you know, seeing uh, if we know anyone um, in that realm who, who could help you. But yeah, you did a wonderful job. I wish you the very best of luck with your teaching and the very best of luck with your volunteering that you're doing, narrating books in Arabic or English for people all over the Middle East. That is tremendously um, overlooked and it's tremendously important. So thank you. Keep up your great work. And for the audience all over the world, we have people listening on all the continents. So thanks so, so thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. As always, thank you, Helium Radio Network, for syndicating Aaron's opinion. And so that's all I have for this one today. That was that was a great recording. Really, really enjoyed it as always. One two four zero six eight one nine eight six nine. One two four zero six eight one nine eight six nine for the text messages or voicemails where you want to talk. All right? Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com. Thanks so much, everybody. 
help one person today, help one million people tomorrow. Aaron Richmond, Aaron's Opinion, Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network.